you came out tonight early, aggressive. What was different for you tonight in terms of just setting the tone with your game in this game? Ball. 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 This is Orange Ball Juice, the show where I make my two teenage sons co-host a basketball podcast with me so they can tell their dad what to think about the NBA and hopefully help me win my fantasy pool. So, without further ado... Ball. Welcome to Orange Ball Juice, always fresh, never toxic, family-friendly b-ball blabber. My name is Brooks, and as always, I'm joined by my two household NBA analysts, my teenage sons, Spency G and Marky Man. How you doing, Spency? I'm doing pretty good. And Marky Man. I'm doing good. Great. Uh, to any new listeners wondering who the show is for, it's for basketball fans of any age, parents, kids, or really anyone, singles, you know, whatever, childless people, it doesn't matter, anybody at all, uh, anywhere in the world. Uh, we make this podcast for fun, we make it ourselves, and we don't take it too seriously. Uh, as Marky Man pointed out to me this week, in the opening of the show, you hear me say that the point of the show is for me to win my fantasy pool, and these guys are supposed to help me. Well, guess what? I don't take my fantasy pool too seriously, and I have no chance of winning. So the mission has already failed. But nonetheless, uh, I get some great basketball info from these guys. And uh, if you want to uh, get in touch with us, hit us up on Instagram at orangeballjuice or email us at orangeballjuice at gmail.com. All right. It's Saturday, February 18th, 2023. We're looking ahead into the home stretch of the NBA uh, season. We're also in the middle of um, All-Star Weekend, uh, and that's why we're recording on a Saturday instead of our usual Sunday. But now that Week 18 is over and All-Star Weekend is upon us, let's take a look at some highlights that was awesome. and lowlights. Come on, dude. All right, Spencey, what's your highlight? My highlight is not really related to anything going on right now, but oh, it good. is the new feature that Adam Silver revealed where you can put yourself into a live NBA game where it's kind of similar to the face scan feature in 2K um, where you like scan yourself with your phone. And then in this so, case, to be clear. Yeah. You don't actually get you, to go no, into a live not get, NBA no, game? Okay, because that's probably a terrible idea <laughs> yeah. to let a fan just, like, sub in. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's, you're explain. so basically it's like a uh, an app or something? Yeah, I think it's going to be on the NBA app, and then you can scan yourself in, like, a kind of 3D, sort of, scan your whole body, and then you can choose any player on the floor live, and then you will do everything that that player does, and it just looks like you. And it looks pretty ridiculous when he featured it. He brought up someone from the crowd just wearing like a purple shirt and just some pants, and all of a sudden he's doing, you know, he hit an insane poster dunk. Right. Um, well, hold on. So what I don't understand yeah. is, is it just going to look like bad Photoshop of my, my face on Kevin Durant's body? No. Because honestly, it's that's going to get old completely... Fast. Like it would replace his entire, like my whole body. Your so whole my body, body is going to be in it. Whoa. And <laughs> yeah. you are just replicating the moves. So it's right. essentially like your 2K avatar. Oh, okay. Except. But I wouldn't you. be five foot 
10 anymore. No, I'd be it's seven it's feet. adapted, so but I like, it didn't something. look that bad. Because I had to look like a giant baby, essentially, yeah. if it was just yeah. my size, but proportionally I was... Yes, yeah, so I think maybe... I don't know how it looked. It was like Katie or something. I feel like that could go wrong. But <laughs> yeah. it looked pretty It looked pretty realistic. Oh, man. Uh, deep fakes everywhere, or whatever they're called. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, I mean, that sounds um, interesting. You know what I'd rather have? And I've oh, I've <clears> been wondering why they haven't figured out this and maybe they do have it yeah. for VR. Like I, I have always felt one of the best uses for VR would be to um, basically simulate what it's yeah. like to be in like front row seats at an NBA game. Yeah. yeah. So I think that was I either it it is happening or it's supposed to in the Nets arena through um, the metaverse. Um, I I remember I did then research about out. this for some reason. Um, <laughs> Maybe but school, but that but, but if it's for the, in the metaverse, well, that's not. It's just sponsored by the metaverse. Oh, I see. It it. <laughs> you it's mean just by VR? Meta, yes, meta, by right. Meta. But okay. it's branded under like the whole metaverse. I see. Whatever. I see. So yeah, because I've always thought. I mean, there when when V you know there's all there's VR video games and some people like them, but they've you know VR has never really caught on in a big commercial way. But I've always thought. Yeah. Well, wouldn't it's it be def- cool yeah. if I could go to a concert? I could put yeah. on a helmet and would it be I would just be like a VR camera is sitting in the front row seat at some concert or a sports event or whatever. Yeah, yeah and I would pay for a, like a pay-per-view type thing for that. It would be the same as just streaming the 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 game but you'd have, you know, really close-up seats. I think that would yeah. be pretty It's definitely awesome. underutilized. That would be pretty difficult to do. Not really. Not really. Like, All you need is a camera. They have the three D, or they have the VR cameras yeah. that give yeah. like a full, so you could turn your head and you'd what, be able to see. Yeah, but I, like, how do, if it's actually happening a live game, like, how do you really do that? Like, if you're well, how do you watch like, a game at home anyway? It's just yeah, a two D service versus, It's it's the same technology. The camera, yeah. just a special camera that can capture yeah. the VR image three hundred and sixty degrees. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then it responds to you, how you move the yeah. helmet, and we already have that too. There's also that what Bell five G like thing where you can like get a three sixty degree view. It looks it's so bad. Like I gotta be the honest. The thing is that it doesn't make sense to do that. In it a doesn't 2D. make sense. No. You can't. You can barely see anything, and it's still kind of glitchy. There's right. no advantage. But if it's VR, then I think those kinds of cameras. All right. So work. what if that's your highlight? This new technology that's probably going to be kind of funny for a little while yeah um and then everyone will get bored of it um but i'm sure lots of great new memes will be created out of it if nothing else <laughs> yeah um anyway uh so what's your low light um i mean it hasn't even happened yet but i'm gonna go out and say that 90 percent of the all-star weekend is gonna be horrible <laughs> i would agree it's already we watched what did we yeah. watch last night uh, marky man we watched some of the celebrity game and which was kind of funny. There is something funny about watching high production value sports, but when the players are terrible, yeah, um, it's really it really is quite something because you're like, mm-hmm. wow, the the contrast is so extreme <laughs> yeah. between real well, and yeah. it, it messed me up because I I watched the celebrity game and then I watched a bit of the Rising Stars game. Yeah, so it's like I couldn't like calculate yeah. my brain that like. Okay, these are these guys are now six foot five, and they're <laughs> yeah, not all of a sudden you're like, oh, whoa, these yeah. guys are way better. Yeah. But it's still weird because yeah. it's like watching NBA players 
basically go tit for tat and play no defense. Yeah. So it's like this weird it, form of exactly. high skill basketball that it just yeah. looks artificial. Well, that's why I think rising stars is even worse than the regular all-star game, especially now with like G league guys. Like, yeah, I gotta be honest. Most people don't care about the G league. No. I don't no, care if there's don't. like, I don't care about the star G league player. Me neither. Like, I don't want to see bad basketball with names that I don't care about that much. Like yeah. there's some exceptions, but I don't even, I mean the game, it's such an artificial thing anyway. It's not a real game. I mean, yeah, it's no different than the pro bowl and football, which is absurd or any yeah. pro bowl is the worst. Yeah. Obviously. Cause you're not, I mean, it's a contact sport. You can't really play yeah, the sport might, without contact. It doesn't make flag. sense. Well, they, they do, they did, did do right? the flag game, but again, but the novelty of that wears off yeah. really quick too. Right. But anyway, it's all just silly. But I, it's just endless. It's basically just one yeah. big ad, one product it after is. another, one. You it, know, it's just gimmick. It's too much gimmicks. It's yeah. like, oh, Richard Jefferson is now playing. He's not repping yeah. anymore. <laughs> that was the best part. Although it was kind of funny. It's weird to see a man. I guess he's like probably my age or something. Yeah. around my age, you know, mid to late forties, whatever. But to see a guy who obviously isn't in like amazing shape anymore or whatever, yeah. but still mm-hmm. is like yeah. easily dunks. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not even hard. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, whoa, you kind of forget how yeah. over and above it, like NBA players mm-hmm. are. Yeah. And it was funny to see what's his name, Metcalf, do his like stutter yeah. steps to li- make sure he could line up his, his dunks. Because <laughs> yeah. he, I mean, he's obviously an insane yeah. athlete, but he's like, yeah. you know, doesn't want to miss it. So he yeah. has to yeah. kind of like um, take a few extra steps in there. Yeah. But it was, you know, it's all so dumb. It's yeah. all so just like one brand after another, one yeah, stupid, yeah. silly thing. I mean, they had, they kept, remember they were cutting to Shaq and Shaq just looked so bored yeah. and annoyed just yeah. even being there. Yeah. And he, this is a guy who's, you know, got yeah. a million <clears throat> sponsorships and stuff and he was, he was bored. Yeah. Anyway, Marky Man, what are your highlights and lowlights uh, for, for the my week? My highlight is Jakob Pertle for the Raptors. Uh, I, I, had, I like the trade. Um, and a lot of people didn't, but I, well, I think we talked about it last week. I think we all agreed that we liked the trade for what it was. Yeah. Getting Pirtle was great. Getting a big man exactly. is great. It but we, we were just, dis- yeah, we were disappointed that, yeah, it might've been a bit expensive and we were expecting so much more. Yeah. But I honestly don't trades. think it was a bit expensive. I, I think it was perfect. Well, fine. I mean, let's put like, it, they played Orlando on Tuesday. Pirtle had, yeah, I had would 30, try 30 yeah. points, nine rebounds. A steal, two assists, six blocks. Yeah, six blocks is insane, and it it there's been a small sample size because they had the earlier game in the week, um, which they also won, which was against uh, Detroit. Yeah. Um, so they won both games, but that Pirtle, I mean, that's like a dominant performance. Yeah. So maybe Masai is a genius. <laughs> maybe that is yeah. what we really. I needed. mean, I. It certainly yeah. spaces the floor out differently for the rest of the players. Yeah. And suddenly, if he's a scoring threat, too, he was just doing these, like, little turnaround hooks and stuff that would all yeah. go in. Yeah. It's like, yeah. and getting, you know, being a, you know, a classic center rim protector type yeah. is well, pr- like, pretty good. The most frustrating is when I just see, like, Scotty or Siakam, like, try to get to the paint sometimes. But then when there's, like, a dominant force against yeah. that, they just, they can't. Yeah, like well, that's why we have a hard time with Utah. Exactly, or teams They're like gigantic, that. and we just can't. Yeah, doesn't even matter how good they are; it's just we can't deal. Yeah, with we it. just don't match up well when there's another team that has like, yeah, massive, like a massive power forward and a massive center that can kind yeah. of just like, yeah, you know, protect we, the rim. We, we have due, a hard time with teams like that, we but were, now we've balanced it out a yeah, bit. Yeah, we were due for a seven footer on our team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was talking about Pirtle 
being one of my options before we got him because yeah. it just seemed I mean if you just think about there's not that many centers that would probably want to come to Toronto or that were available. Yeah. Well, it's smart that they, you know, they brought him back, right? Yeah. Somebody who's familiar with the city, he's probably, exactly. you know, he wants to play here. He knows he's going to get a, a really good role on a on a good team. Yeah. Um yeah, I thought it was a it was a great highlight. I was really happy for him. I was happy for the Raptors. Um you know, yeah. against a tough Orlando team that we know plays hard and can beat good teams. It was good to see them get that win. Um, so yeah. what's your low light, Marky Man? My low light is Giannis having a little wrist brain. He's day-to-day, but he's going to miss the All-Star weekend, so he, I well, believe. Well, he's at the All-Star weekend. He's at but, it. But he's not going to play in the game. And Which is weird because there's a skills challenge today, I think, or it might be tomorrow. Yeah, I think it might but, be today. I think they're doing everything yeah, but the games yeah. today. But there's the Giannis brother thing that happens in the skills challenge where there's the Giannis's. Right. Or the Anacumpo, sorry. And the Giannis's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah, who knows? I don't know if Giannis will be able to do that. So. Giannis and Giannis Jr., even though it's yeah. his older brother. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Well, Cause, yeah, every year I, I think like I'm sure the team is like, you're not playing, man. Like yeah. he probably really wants to play. He was coaching in yeah. the celebrity game last yeah. night and looks fine. Yeah. Like he's being his old self, just yucking it up and yeah. laughing. And yeah. he didn't seem to have like a wrist brace on or even no. or anything. So I assume it's not that bad. Nonetheless. But um, yeah. So yeah. Speaking about this, I know the All-Star game isn't that entertaining, but the one thing that I'm always a bit excited about is the three point contest. I think yeah. it's just it's just the best more most Yeah, it's well cuz it's actually it feels like a real thing it often comes yeah. down to the wire, mm-hmm. you know. And I, mean, I don't hate the skills challenge. It's not the worst No, the thing. skills challenge is fine. The dunk competition has become yeah. an absolute farce as yeah. we all know. And again, I will pitch my idea again. Okay. First of all, they ha- isn't there a G League guy in it this year? Yeah, like actually, get- no longer G League. He was just signed to like okay, a ten day fine. with the Sixers. Yeah, but actually, he is kind of famous though because he was a big high school guy. Like, I, I know that's fine. Him. Again, yeah. I don't care exactly. Get all those guys out of there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lame. So as far as I'm concerned, it should be always be a starting five type guy. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they could make an why exception. Why can't they just do Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine? Well, again? they those no. The best they, they, well, exactly. Why can't they? Because they don't want to. No, I, I understand. It's, I understand. It's, it's, they don't have to make anybody. That's fine. But nonetheless, okay, forget about who. The rules, as far as I'm concerned, should be in-game dunks only. No gimmicks, no props, nothing. It's just about that. And the format should be horse. It should be play a game of horse. Like, I don't care if Shaq or whoever is judging thinks yeah. it's a 10 or a 9. Just... Let it if you see who can do a 360 windmill, yeah. and then can the next guy do it? No, then he gets an H and just yeah. play a game of horse, and it'll be that. Like the best, still the highlights they always show are Vince Carter, and yeah. I know it's from my generation, but the point is he could do explosive game legal dunks with style that yeah. looked mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, I don't really care if somebody like blows out a birthday candle on top yeah. of the rim. Like yeah. what? Like all of that yeah. is so yeah. silly, or puts on dumb shoes or whatever. Yeah. It's a waste of, and everyone gets bored, yeah. especially when yeah. it's like, oh, the guy blew three attempts to do yeah. it. Then who cares? Yeah. Like it's over. It's yeah. Well, last remember- year was infuriating when Jalen Green like screwed up like ten times, yeah, and then Cole Anthony put on Timberlands. Yeah, so I still haven't but, forgiven him. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, but the thing is, I it's, I don't think it's the player's choice. They're like, well, they don't like, know what to do. You have to do something gimmicky because well, exactly, you're not like you're not a star. I'm saying like, they could turn it into. There was a famous, I think it was, it might have been like 
Pistol Pete Maravich and somebody else, they they had they did this back in the 70s. They just had a game of horse. It wasn't dunks only. Yeah. It was just everything, and it was fun. Yeah. It was kind of just like a fun thing. Yeah, well, to do. I think there should be a 1v1 or a 2v2 tournament. Yeah. I think that would be fun. Anyway, the All-Star game. Or the All-Star weekend is so silly. Yeah. And anyway. Um, oh, one note on uh, in that game, same game where he hurt his wrist. Um First of all, the, the the Bucks won against Chicago. Chicago is going through a rough patch. I think how many have they lost in a row now? I think they've maybe lost six or four in a row. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what I mean. They no, didn't make. Any, so you know, they've lost stupid. six in a row. They didn't make any trades. They. It seems very weird and disturbing. <laughs> They're just kind of like letting the thing drift. Yeah. I don't know what I, the plan. I is. don't know why. Like they. Uh, why didn't they trade? Unlike anyone? Milwaukee, yeah. Why didn't they trade Levine or somebody or do something? And then Milwaukee's now won twelve in a row. Um, yeah. Or I actually think, uh, sorry, that would be yeah, that was their twelfth mm-hmm. in a row. Um, and so in the same game, he sprained his wrist, uh, but he also became uh, Giannis also became the all-time assist leader for the Bucks in yeah. the same game. So, you know, they're they're the hottest team in the NBA. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. So I think it's time to check in on your predictions from last week's episode and find out. What happened? So speaking of the Bucks, um, last week on Tuesday, Marky Man, the Celtics were in. Um, Milwaukee to take on the Bucks. Yeah. So what happened? So it was a super um, entertaining game. I predicted the Celtics would win by two. The Bucks won by six in overtime. I predicted Tatum would be the top performer. Um, but for the Celtics, it was Derek White, twenty-seven points, twelve assists, three seals. Um, but Giannis was the top performer altogether: thirty-six points, thirteen rebounds, nine assists, and two blocks. Yeah, and. I mean, as much as, you know, I've been talking about the Bucks, and I think even last week I said I think they're the team to beat, and I was kind of predicting – I predicted them to make the final and p- perhaps win it all. Um, but it has to be said that Boston came in to Milwaukee, no Tatum, no yeah. Jalen Brown, no Marcus Smart, no Horford, uh, and came out with a loss in overtime. Mm-hmm. Like, they can basically go out with their bench and still be one of the best teams well, in the NBA. Well, it's not all their bench. Like, Drew had a really big game. He scored 40, I think, in the game. Um, um that, That's Drew Holiday? So. Sorry, oh. sorry. Oh, wait. Sorry. You might have been right. Yeah. I, yeah, I, Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday scored 40 yeah. for the Bucks. Yeah. Um, so, it's not like the Bucks. Giannis had an incredible game. Drew Holiday had an incredible game. And they still just squeak past yeah. what is essentially the bench for yeah. Boston. Yeah. So well, yeah, Jalen Brown, Smart, Horford, Tatum, and Gallinari were all out. Gallinari has an ACL tear. So, and but, yeah, what I meant to well, I meant to you know Derek White plays extremely well in this role as basically yeah. having to lead the team and um, you know oh, yeah. and yeah. distribute the ball. And he he's a, an amazing player. Yeah. And he you know you know had twelve assists in the game. Yeah, like and they they came Blake up short, Griffin, but still, man, they could have won that yeah. game. Well, Blake Griffin had. 15 points, 6 rebounds, and 6 assists in 24 minutes. So, yeah. Derek White played 43 minutes. Grant Williams played 47 minutes of the game. Yeah. I mean, they're milking the, the, those guys. And it, to their credit, 
they're not just conceding. They're trying to win those games, yeah. even though, yeah. you know, they're still probably going to finish first. They're battling. And that's a really yeah. good sign, I think, for the Celtics that they're this, yeah. like, they're willing to grind it out and go to the wall no matter who's on the floor. Yeah. I don't know who I would cheer for if it was, like, Nuggets Celtics or Nuggets, like, uh, Bucks. Like, I don't know who to cheer for in that situation. Yeah, I mean, the Nuggets are, you know, playing amazing, too. Um, anyway, let's, why don't we move on to... Uh, Spency Golden State Warriors were in LA to take on the Clippers also on Tuesday, Valentine's Day. So, what happened? Um, I had the Warriors winning by 12 with Clay as a top performer, and the Clippers won by 10, and it was Kawhi. I still think that the Warriors should have won this game because, well, I did think Kawhi was going to be out, and he wasn't, but. This was also still kind of a new Clippers team. Yeah. Um, they're playing a lot of new faces. And they all they did was just is the same stupid thing. They took advantage of their struggling defense on the road and then just kind of controlled the game. Like the first half and some of the third um, quarter was actually pretty flip floppy with seven lead changes. Uh-huh. Um, but then the Clippers just stepped up their offense late in the game and Kawhi tied his career high with seven three-pointers, and he led the team offensively and defensively. And yeah, there's just another example of the Warriors losing their defense on the road and the offense not being good enough to make up for it. I don't yeah. understand how that's possible. Like, how can you be that bad on the road? Well, yeah, we just we were just talking about it before we started recording. The 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 Warriors are twenty two and seven at home and seven and twenty two like on the yeah. road. Like, like, I don't they, understand. They, like, is it just unluckiness? No, like, is they that just, just don't try and. Draymond is so mad about it all the time. Yeah. Because he's the only one who like puts in any effort defensively on the road. Like they just don't care. If there's not a crowd in front of them, they just Yeah, if they don't have that home crowd. It's and it's weird because, you know, on any given night they can look like a basically an unbeatable team when they have everything yeah. going. And e- even without Steph in the lineup, they have so many weapons and they can but I guess they just, you know, the reason I guess they went out and got Gary Payton the second is because they feel like maybe it's their bench. They don't have any kind of second unit that can yeah. carry it. And, yeah, they just don't seem to play defense well, yeah. very so, well. So, like, Jordan Poole seems to, like, feed off the crowd like crazy. Like he, Yeah. I mean, he still scored 28 points, six assists, and yeah. two rebounds. Yeah, they all, there were seven players you know? in double figures for the Warriors. Yeah. Their offense is fine. It seems like the, the Clippers, though, I mean, when they win, it seems to be that kind of, like you say, a tit-for-tat game. And then when it matters, they can kind of go, you know, put the ball in Kawhi's hands. Yeah, it's because they, they have just, Paul George and Kawhi. And they yeah, and then Powell comes off the bench. Again, 24 points off yeah. the bench. You know, it seems like they're pretty happy <laughs> yeah. in that formula. And what's his name? Is it, uh, what is his name? Terrence Mann or yeah. who they have? Mann. And that was the guy the Raptors were trying to get when they yeah. were talking to yeah. him about Freddie. And they didn't want to give him up. And that guy seems to be like a pretty good uh, mm-hmm. depth yeah. bench yeah. guy for them as well. Um, and they have a lot of, good, like, Quality I, I remember he was a big deal in the playoffs last year. Right. Terrence, man. Well, I mean, as we know, uh, as much as we've complained about the Clippers, you know, they're they're pretty great when, when they got their best players on the floor. So um, they, 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 you know, they beat Golden State by 10. Anyway, on Wednesday, the Pelicans were in L.A. to take on the Lakers. Um, Marky, man, so what happened? I predicted Pelicans winning by six. They lost by 18. Um, yeah. I predicted 
uh, Ingram being a top, being the top performer for the Pelicans, I was, I was wrong. It was CJ McCollum, but it was pretty close. Yeah, Ingram still had a really yeah. good game. Um, but Anthony Davis was the player for the Lakers. He had twenty eight points, ten rebounds, five assists, two blocks, and a steal. So he was all over the place. Yeah. And LeBron and uh, and the new guy, uh, uh, D'Angelo Russell, Russell yeah. um, also played really well. And that's I feel like that's what the Lakers need. But, you know, again, Ingram is starting to play a lot better for the Pelicans. They're, they're um, also been better in their last, uh, I think they're four and six in the last ten um, or something like that. Yeah, four and six in the last ten, but they'd really been struggling for a while. But they're still sitting in seventh, so they're in play-in territory. Yeah. We did learn last week that um, Zion had a setback in his recovery, so he's going to be out for like another month or something. I mean, it just it just seems to never end with that oh, yeah. guy. Speaking about the Bulls, too, going off topic, but Lonzo Ball seems is he's out for the season. Right, they're just calling Appar- it the season. I, I have he, no he can't, idea what's going on. He can't run <laughs> still. Like, he fully can't even jog. Like, no one knows what's wrong with his knee. He just can't use it. Like, like he, he can't all. jog or at all, and he's, he should he was supposed to have been back. Uh, that's terrible. So. It's, I mean, the problem with the Pelicans and the, and the Zion situation on, on like that is like they all we we've already seen the season him what it looks like when he's healthy. They obviously want to get him back, but they don't want to rush it, and it's a hamstring thing, which is fussy. And then he has a setback. That I obviously they're not going to just go. Oh, he's out for the season, and he certainly doesn't want to be. They want to get him back mm-hmm. and try to do something in the playoffs, no matter where they end up. So. It's really too bad because we all want to see what that that team looks like with Ingram and Zion and the rest of them healthy and playing. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Uh, anyway, so but uh, but the Lakers also just to talk about them very quickly. They did win that game. That's the kind of win they need. It's basically, you know, when they're healthy, it should be AD with a, being the top performer, LeBron and you know, and, and the rest of the new guys kind of su- supporting cast shall we say um but like the lakers are running out of time uh you know yeah. after this week it's basically the playoffs as far as i'm concerned for a lot of teams starting uh when the all-star break is over next thursday because the lakers are 27 and 32 they're in 13th they're well out of the play in although there's not that much space between them and the thunder at 28 and 29 uh so it's now or never for the lakers do or die uh, every game matters for any of those teams in the West. Sort of, um, basically from sixth through thirteen, they they're all competing for those play-in mm-hmm. spots. Anyway, so also on Wednesday, Dallas was in Denver to take on the Nuggets. So, Spencey, what happened? And the uh, Nuggets winning by seven with Jokic as a top performer, and it was the Nuggets by nine, and Jokic was still the top performer. So it looked like it was going to be a really competitive and close game in the first quarter, but then it was de- pretty much decided 15 minutes later um, as the Nuggets outscored 35-19 to 19 in the second quarter. Yeah. Um, Jokic had a triple-double once again, but he only had 14 points. And Michael Porter Jr. and Jeff Green took care of the scoring. Jeff Green, I didn't know he was still in the league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and well, yeah. that's because they were they were uh, Denver was shorthanded. They, they don't yeah, they, they don't have Murray. Mm-hmm. They didn't have uh, Aaron Gordon either, right? Uh, he didn't play. Mm, I'm not. 
I don't. Maybe. I don't think, I don't think okay. he. Was, I think he was out. Yeah, and so and the they they kept the Mavs from getting from getting cl- too close. Yeah. There in the fourth because they almost had a they had a bit of a comeback, but they're able to. Again, the new look Mavericks, but I without Kyrie. Yeah, no yeah. Kyrie, right? So mm-hmm. it was is the old look, new look uh, yeah. Mavericks, and Doncic again had a had a pretty crazy game, including four steals. Um, mm-hmm. So, but they still came up short against a shorthanded Denver team at home, who were very tough to beat at home. To be clear, um, and they're seven and three in their last ten. The it's, it feels like so the since Kyrie's been on the team they had two games with no Doncic and I think they split those two I'm not exactly sure what their win-loss record is but it's not like they've been you know uh amazing or something they've lost in fact they've lost three straight um so who knows what's going to happen I don't think they've they haven't had the two of them on the floor together very much or um so we'll see but I don't think anyone's under the impression that there anything other than maybe they'll win around at this probably their ceiling i mean yeah but we'll see all right so um marky man utah was in memphis to take on the grizzlies yep on wednesday as well what happened i said memphis would win by 11 they won by six so i was right um jaron jackson jr i predicted morant would be the top performer yeah he had 20 points nine rebounds six assists something yeah. like that so, but Jaron Jackson Jr. was the top performer with 26 points, nine rebounds, five assists, and four blocks. Wow, that's pretty incredible. Well, when he, yeah, I mean, he's in the running for Defensive Player of the Year still. Yeah. I think right now the number one ranked guy in that race is Lopez because he's been having, yeah, continues to have huge games for the, mm-hmm. for yeah. the Bucks. But he's got to be still yeah. top three, if Ke- not top yeah. two. Kelly Olenek had a good. Great game for the Jazz. 20, Canadian. Yep, 28 points, 14 rebounds, 6 assists. But yeah. I think they're working Colin Sexton back from injury. The Jazz, he had he played for three minutes. He had one assist. So hopefully he'll be back and ready. So Yeah, and for and the, the other, and Bain had, what, 24 points, I believe. Yeah, for, yeah. So obviously Steven Adams is still out for the Grizzlies and that yeah. really changes the complexion of that team and makes, yeah. you know, he's such an important piece. And so like, well, he's a massive center that <laughs> is, he was on pace for some like earlier in the season, some, some NBA record pace for, I can't remember what it was, offensive rebounds or yeah. something like that. I yeah, can't even he, remember yeah. where he, it's just, you know, he totally changes how, you know, he, he he makes them just such a better team. They're a great team anyway, yeah. without, even mm-hmm. without him. But nonetheless, when he's back, um, hopefully he'll be back soon. I don't know what the timetable is. Um, also, we should say there was no marketing for the Jazz in that game either. Oh, yeah, no, no. Oh, but Kessler had a, another good game, and um, yeah, and Olenek. They have some big dudes on that on that team because Olenek's pretty big too. Yeah, he's got to be six, like six like, ten or something. Yeah, he's a, he's. A, I think he's from uh, BC. Another another great Canadian league. All right, so also on Wednesday, 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 uh, Spency, the Cavs were in Philly to take on the Sixers. So what happened? I had Cleveland winning by five points with Mitchell's top performer, and the Sixers won by six. Um, the original prediction I had had would have been off by one point. Um, 
last week, but I changed it on the air. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. But I still, I still think that I, I, the one I changed it to was still a better prediction because, I mean, the Sixers came out absolutely on fire in the first half. Um, they had like amazing scoring, amazing defense, and at one point they were leading by twenty eight. Wow. And the second half was pretty insane. Um, the Cavs devoured that lead um, to four with 90 seconds left. And, I mean, thankfully, due to some clutch free throw shooting, the Sixers hung on. Um, I, if the Cavs had just held on, had some of that same ferocity the whole game, it, it would have been an absolute blowout for the Cavs. Like, yeah. They were so good in the second half. And if they had just played slightly better or mediocre in the first half, they would have easily taken that game. Yeah, so, well, they were they were coming, I mean, other than the Bucks, I don't know if it was the longest streak yeah, at the time. Yeah, they had a seven streak. Yeah, that a seven-game win streak going into that game. So they were pretty hot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that ended in Philly, which isn't that surprising. Philly is very tough at home and a, and a good team. They've also been pretty, um, they've also been pretty hot lately. Yeah. Um, I think you know they're sitting in third. They ha- they as of right now they have a four game win streak, uh, seven and three in their last ten, uh, whereas the Cavs are eight and two in their last ten. So they're both pretty hot teams. Yeah, I mean it was it was definitely a close game. So let's let's round up how you guys did. So both of you were one for three. Actually, this is about the, probably the tightest that you've ever been. Uh, both of you were uh, one for three in terms of win loss predictions and your point differential. Uh, Marky Man, your point differential for the week was 37 points, and Spencey, yours was 36 points. So basically identical. Um, uh, in terms of your your win loss prediction predictions, uh, you are now uh, Spencey, you're now 24 for 48, so you're exactly 500. Uh, and Marky Man, you're 26 for 48, so you're at 542. Uh, and I just wanted to bring up real quickly, you guys also predicted uh, Super Bowl final scores last week. So Marky Man, um, you had predicted that the Eagles would come out on top 26 to 15 over the Chiefs. And Spency, you predicted uh, a final score of Chiefs 37, Eagles 34, which is a pretty amazing prediction considering you were one point short for each team. The final score was Chiefs 38, Eagles 35. So you nailed the point differential and almost nailed the total could have won yeah. millions of dollars on that but we don't uh we don't endorse gambling on this podcast certainly not for people under 18 like you guys so but it was a very it was a very entertaining uh super bowl i think we can all agree uh very close a couple of bad calls but ultimately i don't feel bad that the chiefs won it it was very uh very entertaining and great to see Mahomes yeah. get a another ring and yeah so um I just want to say very quickly, Orange Ball Juice listeners, please subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. It helps other basketball fans find the show. We want to hear from our listeners, so hit us up on Instagram at Orange Ball Juice and, and or email us at orangeballjuice at gmail.com. Send us your NBA hot takes. All right, so we've... Uh, as as you guys know, we're in the All-Star weekend right now, so that means we have a, a very compressed um, uh, week 19 ahead of us. Uh, the games don't start until next Thursday. 
But in any case, why don't we uh, bust out the b-ball barometer and look ahead to week 19? Buckets forecast. So we change things up a little bit. Generally speaking, I give you guys three different games um, to to predict. Uh, meaning, you know, we do six games total and you each predict three. But we're going to change things up this week. And so instead, I'm going to give you four games total, but you're you're both going to make predictions on the same games. So we'll start. Uh, I think there's a lot. I mean, as, as I said before, post-All-Star break, it's kind of the home stretch of the, of the NBA regular season. Yeah. There's not that many games left. Like, I think it's about... Uh, it's it's roughly I guess the three quarter mark I would say uh, teams have about twenty games left or something like that, um, something like that. Uh, yeah. They're they're at about the sixty game mark and you know that's an eighty two re- eighty two game regular season, so it's the final um, quarter of the season and all, a lot of these teams are struggling around five hundred trying to make the play in. So with that in mind, uh, I'll start with you, Marky Man. Golden State. We just talked about them. The Golden State Warriors are in L.A. to take on the Lakers. Both teams desperate for wins, desperate to make the playoffs. So what's the forecast? This is on next Thursday, February 23rd, I believe. So what's the forecast? I'm going to say the Lakers win by one. So the Lakers going to be at home. You think they're going to win by one? Yeah. You think the, those uh, road woes will continue for the Warriors? Yeah. Okay. And I'll say LeBron is the top performer. Okay. What do you think, Spencey? Um, I think it's going to be the Lakers by nine and AD as the top performer. All right. <clears throat> so the next uh, the next game that I picked is also on Thursday. Also, I think like it'll be a really interesting game. Um, I don't know in terms of the injury report for either team, but nonetheless... The Memphis Grizzlies are going to be in Philly to take on the Sixers. This time I'll start with you, Spency. What's the forecast? The Sixers are going to win by six with Embiid as a top performer. Hmm, okay. And so you think, I, I don't know if Adams is due back by then because that, you know, obviously would, would help <laughs> help the cause of the Grizzlies, but he may not be um, Philly's tough at home. The Grizzlies are seemingly putting together some quality wins against quality teams, but I do think, yeah, I agree that they're going to be in deep against the Sixers. What do you think, Marky Man? Um, I'll say Sixers win by eight, and NBA is a top performer. Okay. Just to change it up a tiny bit. Seems that Embiid is back to his old self lately. Yeah. Like he's, I mean, he's, yeah, I mean, he's averaging the most in the league, I believe. Or it might is, be Doncic now. Is he? Oh, yeah. And then um, another, so on Friday, um, on the 24th, we've got Sacramento, the third place team, is going to be in L.A. to take on the Clippers, the fourth place team in the West. Um, I'll start with you, uh, Marky Man, this time. What's the, what's the forecast? Um, I'll give it to this. I'll give it to Sacramento. Say, I'll give it to Sacramento by four. I'll say DeMontis Sabonis is the top performer. Interesting. Okay. And yeah, I mean, the, the good old B team are sitting in third um, and they've been playing, they've still been playing well, pretty consistently all season. So, um, all right, Spency, what do you think? I think it's going to be the Clippers by 10 with Kawhi 
as a top performer? Um, well, one thing I probably should have told you, Marky Man, and I don't know if this will change your thing, is that for Sacramento, that's they're on the second of a back-to-back, and they will they would have been they play Portland the night before, and then they got to go the next night and play in L.A. against the Clippers. So, do you are you changing your prediction? Oh no, all right. Um, so all right, starting with you on this, this is the last one. So I think this is maybe my the game I'm most excited about um, for next week. OKC, the Oklahoma City Thunder, are going to be in Phoenix to take on the Suns, and I think there's a very good chance that's going to be the first time we see Kevin yeah. Durant in a Suns uniform. Um, so what's also interesting, but one thing I'll say, OKC has a, a good track record of playing well against good teams, and it's also, you know, when you're when you when you're putting a new guy in, even if it's a superstar, that can kind of upset the balance. And Phoenix has been playing really well without KD, mm-hmm. um, uh, although they did just lose to the Clippers on Thursday. Anyway, um, I guess we'll start with Spencey this time. Oh, one other thing I'll say: it is the second of a back-to-back for the Thunder, who um, I'm not sure who they're playing. Oh, they're playing Utah on Thursday, and then that Friday they're in Phoenix. So, Spency, what's the forecast? OKC versus Phoenix. It's going to be the Suns by 13, and I think that KD is going to have a really good game and be the top performer. All right, Marky Man, what do you think? I'm giving it to the Thunder. They're going to win by 10. Wow. Shea's going to be the top performer. With Shea. So... What's your justification for that? You just think I, that KD, they're not going to be able to sort out the formula? I think they'll sort it out just fine. I just think the Thunder, they're, they. this is a game that they really want to win, and they're going to go all out. Yeah. Also, the Thunder are in 10th right now. Like, they're fighting. They, they, yeah. These, it's, a, it's, I mean. Like, I want to see them in a the playoff. Yeah. They, 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 for them, the future is now. I don't think anyone thinks they're going to win the championship or, or I think the best they could probably do is pull off an upset upset round one after yeah. making the play-in. But they're a dangerous team for sure. Um, and whereas the Suns are like, hey, we're going to finish probably top four. I think that's how they see themselves with KD now in the lineup. It's entirely possible they could finish three or you know, even maybe one. even as high as two. I don't know about number one. But, um, you know, we're not going to, we won't do our, our, like we did, uh, uh, we're basically at the three quarter mark of the season. And, you know, just to remind you, uh, our, our listeners, at the very beginning of the season, um, what did we have? We had, uh, we had, I think one of you predicted it was like Celtics, Bucks, Sixers, and the other one was Bucks, Celtics, Sixers, which is more or less coming true. It's right behind me. And then what do we have, uh, Spency, for uh, for the Western ones? I think we had, Spencer, you said Grizzlies, Warriors, Suns. And Marky Man, you said Clippers, Warriors, Grizzlies at the very beginning of the season. But now you're, uh, you've updated, both of you have updated. So you said, um, Spency, you have Grizzlies, Nuggets, Warriors. So I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. and I said Nuggets, Grizzlies, Pelicans. Right. Which is pretty close, except for the yeah, bad. Nuggets, Nuggets, Grizzlies. Yeah. I would say, but now the Sun, like the Suns, are definitely back in the mix. I, well, yeah. my second prediction was Suns, Warriors, Nuggets. That's right. And then I 
got, and then the Suns were kicked out. The yeah. third one. I think we all agree the Pelicans don't really have a chance to finish top three at this point. No. Um, but the Suns definitely do. Um, yeah. and, and it'll be very interesting to see how it all, how it all works out. Um, anyway, uh, I think it's time to, uh, check in on, uh, good old Chef Pasquale. Ciao, I'm Pasquale. Welcome to my kitchen. In this house, our nickname for Pascal Siakam is Chef Pasquale, because spicy pee is what happens when you use the toilet after chopping jalapenos. Um, I don't know if you guys, just very quickly, have you seen the new uh, McFlurry from McDonald's called the Siakam Swirl? Yeah. Nope. Anyway, I guess I'll have to try that. Yeah, maybe we should go later and get ourselves uh, a Siakam swirl. Although <laughs> it, it kind of, it, I don't mind. I, I think I, that's a fine nickname for him, just calling him the swirl. I think that's actually kind of a yeah. cool. Yeah, that's it's kind of the one. same as calling him Beyblade. It is kind of, but I mean that's fine. He does do yeah. a lot of spin moves, which yeah. is cool. And Beyblade is just like lame, but swirl yeah. is sort of cool. Well, Beyblade is kind of making fun of him. Yeah, but see, like it, a, it starts with an S. You know, yeah, yeah, or or maybe he go by Pascal the Swirl Siakam. I don't know. Yeah. Like I can't believe no one's called like Tornado or something like that. Yeah, that's that's. But it that's is funny one. to like, it's named after him because it's like it's as if he's yeah. like the flavor. Yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> yeah. kind of gross and weird. Yeah. Like that they threw him in the blender and yeah. made it him into a McFlurry. Anyways, um, so how did you think? Um, the, uh, you know, what do we call him again? Chef Pasquale and his fellow Raptors did in uh, week 18, Marky Man. They did good. They did. They were two for two. And uh, it was post, that was their first week post trade deadline that we complained about. But nonetheless, yeah. they they won <clears throat> in, uh, they won at home against Detroit. Uh, yep. That was actually last Sunday. So that was technically the, the prior week. And then their only other game before the All-Star break was on Tuesday, Valentine's Day. And that was the big game for Pirtle with the 30 points, nine rebounds, and six blocks. Yeah. So I think it made Raptors fans very hopeful about the rest of the season. What do you think? Yeah. Do you um, think per- this Pirtle thing is for real? Like- yeah, yeah, I mean, it. it's hard to say, but just because it's the Pistons and the Magic that they beat. I mean, Magic is a pretty good team for the second half of the season, but, um, you know, it, they should be better. I don't know about making the playoffs. Like, I, I see them making the plan. I could even see them moving up to eighth, probably at max. I see them going. I think they could take over the Wizards and the Hawks, but that's pretty much it, I feel like. Yeah, how do you feel? How do you feel about the chances the rest of the season? Yeah, I think we're going to be better. I think we're definitely going to secure a higher plan spot. Um, I still think we have a depth problem um, because I think if we had traded, if we had gotten like two bench players for OG or something, like solid bench players, I think we would be very good. Yeah. Um, Because now there's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I don't know who's going to the bench because I think Pirtle's going to be starting and it's going to be OG, Scotty, or... Um, Gary. Well, it's maybe going to be Gary and like Precious off the bench now with Boucher or something like that. Yeah. Right? I, st- I still don't think that's a- enough because, I mean, Boucher has proven to be 
really bad sometimes. He's effective defensively. Yeah. Yeah. And like Gary plays much better when he's starting. Yeah. Um, but OG's been complaining about wanting a bigger role. You know, he's going to I mean, he hasn't said anything in a long time. He's still injured, right? He hasn't even played. So I'm I'm sure he'll be back. Um, he hasn't said anything though in recent months. Yes, he has. Yeah, he has. Well, even in his trade, like that's uh, around the trade rumors with him. That's what he's always saying. I mean, but yeah, but sure. Everyone knows that's what he feels like, but whatever, like, but again, he's a pro he'll do what he's got. Like he's going to play well in whatever role he's given. It's just, I wonder what if it, but Pirtle definitely changes, which which is great. It gives the coach more options to how to, it's like, OG is not going to be pouting on the court. No, like, no. He's, he's not going to be like, I'm going to play bad on yeah. purpose because I am upset. Like, of course not. He's not that kind of guy. He's, you yeah. know, he's a tough, you know, Yeah, player. for this season, but then he might choose to Yeah, leave. he might okay. be gone. Like, but who, I, I think after the season, all bets are off. Anyway, they're at, uh, this week, they are um, at home to the Pelicans on Thursday, and then they're at home, and then on Saturday, they're they're in Detroit to take on the Pistons. So what do you think, Spency? Yeah, I think we we're gonna win that game. Which one? Uh, the Pistons and I uh, win them both. But yeah, we're at home to the Pelicans as well. Yeah, yeah, we should. Yeah, win. we were gonna win, yeah. both. I bl- win both. I agree with that. We're All right, so both. we're going two for two this week. Okay, that's that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I I think if nothing else, what's fun about the the Pirtle trade is not just Pirtle himself; it's the fact that it actually changes how the offense works, and yeah. so it changes they just watching them it feels like you're watching a different team because yeah. the approach mm-hmm. is different so it is kind of fun because uh, it does yeah you know, well it, i think that's why we were easy to stop is because no matter who was on the floor it felt like the same formula yeah exactly um so now i think it's like things are going to be different uh like the bench has a different feel in the starting lineup yeah I, which i think is important oh no Marky Man's kicking over the microphone stand. We're here. We are. We're yeah. in a. <laughs> as uh, we we try to treat this podcast live, so we we, we keep in all the <laughs> the rough patches. Um, and sometimes, you know, this isn't a very. This mic stand is pretty flimsy, and sometimes yeah. it uh, doesn't take much to knock it over. Um, sorry about the uh, little audio glitch there, listeners. But anyway, um, we are now uh, pretty much done talking Raptors. So why don't we? Um, Turn back the shot clock and Euro step our way into the past for time travel trivia. All right. So this, the theme of this uh, version of time travel trivia is uh, an all-star themed one again. And it's about the three point competition. Cause I know you guys actually of anything in the all-star break probably the three-point competition is something that you both agree is kind of cool and worthwhile yeah so this is trivia to do with that but it isn't really trivia this is more this is more of a math challenge okay so anybody Mm -hmm. even if you didn't know anything about basketball could get these um answers correct based on uh just based on knowing math Mm -hmm. all right so here we go First, the original three-point uh, contest format was five racks with five balls on each rack. Four of the balls are worth one point and one money ball worth two points. So in that format, so this is speed. Either of you can jump in. In that format, what is the highest possible score? 35? 
No. Wait, it's 20. It's 30. I mean, wait, how many spots are there from the... So, yes, the, the correct wing? answer is 30. So five, think about yeah. it. There's five racks, right? Four, each rack, there's four balls worth one and one yeah. ball worth two. That means each rack is worth six yeah. times five is 30. Yeah. Okay. However, it's not like that anymore. First, now we're going to do how they changed it in 2014. All right. So in 2014, they changed the format so that one of the racks of five balls has only money balls worth two points. So on that oh, format, yeah. what's the maximum score? 30. No. Is it not? Think about it's it. It's one rack now has uh, only 40, two point balls. It, so no. it's five uh, racks. 38. There's still five racks. There's five racks. So five times two is ten. One of them. So okay, so you do the math. So each all the other rack remaining racks have four regular balls. Oh, but they still have money balls. They one have a money, money ball. ball. Oh, but one rack is all money balls. Oh, I thought the regular just the others were just no. regular. Okay. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so what is the maximum? thirty-four? That's right. So basically, the four other racks are still worth six, right? Mm -hmm. Six times four is 24, and then there's the money ball rack, which is worth 10. So 34 yeah. is the maximum you could get. However, we're not done yet because I don't know if they, maybe they started last year, but now definitely this year, in addition to those five racks, which are as described just now, they've added two more shots from the Starry range. Now, very quickly, Starry is like a new soda beverage. From, it used to be Mountain Dew. I thought Dew. it was Mountain Dew. It used to be Mountain no. Dew, but now it's Starry. Okay, so from the mm -hmm. Starry range, there's two extra shots, each worth three points. So what's the maximum 40. score now? 40, yeah. Right. Very good. So do you think anybody's got a shot at 40? Highlights. Oh, that was awesome. All right, so, and low lights. Surprise. I don't know. Like, it, it's pretty hard to run the tables in that... And I bet you they could. I bet you like Curry could do it if there wasn't a time limit. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a. Because uh, Curry hit a hundred. I think it's a seven. It's a minute and thirty, seventy seconds. Yeah, because Curry hit a hundred and eight threes in a row. Minute thirty is not seventy seconds. Minute thirty is ninety seconds. Mm -hmm. It's either ninety seconds or seventy seconds. Anyways, know. doesn't matter. So very quickly, it's Jason Tatum, Kevin Herter, Tyler Hero, Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, Damian Lillard. Anthony Simons, Lillard's teammate. And no, it's not Anthony Simons anymore. It's Julius Randle instead of. Oh, right. Oh, that's the place with Randle instead of. Because he got hurt, right, Simons? Yeah. Okay, Randle. Yeah, I, th I remember that. We were talking about that. And Lowry Markinen. So, all right, Spencer. Who you got? First, second, third? Uh, oh, uh, Dame first. Um, Tatum third. Herder second. That's exactly what I was going to say. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. All right. Well, you guys are are the same. All right. Well, we'll we'll see. Well, one thing um, before we go, you guys don't know this yet. I just uh, is that um, on an upcoming episode very soon, we're going to have a surprise guest. Now, I'm super excited for it, and it's going to be our very first guest that we've had on the show. So it'll be really exciting, and we have to we have to um, organize exactly when we're going to do it. But I'm looking forward to it. I think you guys are going to love it once you find out who it is. Um, but I just want to put a little tease here for our listeners to uh, to tune to keep tuning in because we're going to have our very first uh, guest on the show within uh, within the next month for sure. 
So, uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, you guys, I know, have chores and everything. It's a long weekend. It's the family day weekend here in Canada, so that'll be fun. We'll we'll have some chill time once we get our chores and homework and all that good stuff done. Uh, and I guess we'll uh, probably watch the three-point competition tonight and the All-Star game tomorrow, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Well, until then, listeners, uh, until next week. Bye. Bye. I got nothing else to say.